Don't make me destroy you. Luke, you do not yet realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough! He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Never Seen Star Wars. My name is Trevor Chong and I'm your host and I'm joined by Kristen. Kristen, how are you? I'm great. I'm happy to be back. Great. It's great to have you here. Um, Kristen, did I ever tell you the truth about your father? Uh, no. <laughs> I have some news to tell you. Okay. I am your father. That would be the weirdest plot twist of my life, but yeah. I'm here for it. Here we are. All right, so we just uh, watched Empire Strikes Back. So this podcast, Never Seen Star Wars, is about uh, finding people. This one person, Kristen, who has never seen a single Star Wars movie, and now she has seen two. She, we watched A New Hope a couple weeks ago, and now we've watched Empire Strikes Back. And the goal is to just figure out the initial reaction of Star Wars movies. And now we have watched uh, two movies now we just watched episode five the empire strikes back Kristen, initial thoughts instant reaction off the top empire strikes back i liked it way better than a new hope okay okay it's a big leap for me right off the bat i was like this is 10 times better right in, in so many fields okay Okay, that's good. That's exciting. It spoils mm -hmm. our rankings at the end of the podcast, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> that's great. No, I'm just kidding. But that'll be great. So you you loved it. So because let's remind everybody, A New Hope. You 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 enjoyed it. Um, there were some things you liked, some things you you didn't like. You didn't like the action scenes as much, mm -hmm. but you enjoyed sort of the uh, the characters a bit. Yeah. Um, and so in this one, well, just again, big picture again, what was something, some of the things you enjoyed? It was a big leap in um, special effects. Mm -hmm. Other than the animals, I had an issue with the special effects on the animals. Right. Like, but, the the, the, like in the snow planet on Hoth? Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're kind of cringy. It's, a, mm -hmm. it's cringy to watch them because you, you know how great those effects can be today. So to watch them, you're kind of like, okay. But the rest of it was better. And um, even the storyline carried better for me than A New Hope. Right. Um, I found myself kind of like the beginning's really slow, but at least you're kind of getting to meet the characters if that's the first one you've watched. Mm -hmm. um, where this one moves a bit faster and there's like a lot of um, new depth to the characters and their relationships. And so it just like, you keep trekking with it. When I watched A New Hope, it felt really long, which it, they are long movies, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. This, I think about two yeah. hours, I think, right? Yeah. 
but this one just like kind of went by no problem great that's great yeah and i think i think the storyline uh goes pretty simply there's only really um they sort of start all together, they split up, and then they come back together. So it's pretty straightforward in that. And that makes it easy for podcasting of walking through the story a bit. So again, <laughs> we'll kind of just walk through some of the main things. And if you ever want to jump in and you have a strong take on something, then let me know. We can sidetrack where we want. It's just your initial reactions, your thoughts as someone for the first time seeing Empire Strikes Back. Um, the one thing I will say, though, is you did know there's obviously a big reveal in this movie, which we'll get to, but you were aware of this, of him being the father, right? Darth Vader being Luke's father. Yeah, it's one of the few things right. that I knew about Star Wars. <laughs> yes, it, it's unfortunate. It's too bad. There's some way that you couldn't find that out, but it's like, right. it's so ingrained in culture that it's almost impossible, I feel like. So, oh, well, so we start off on the planet Hoth, which is the snow planet. What do you think of living on a snow planet? I was like, this is cinema genius if you're trying to have a low budget because everything's just white and there's no real interesting landscape. Right. And so I was like, they must be saving some money with this planet. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah. It's, it's totally different to where they start off in the first movie, right? Right. right. Um, in the desert, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So... I don't know. I enjoyed it. It's a nice change of scenery, at least. Yeah, I guess they just want something different. They start with on Tatooine, the desert planet. What's that? Let's go. Let's make it the coldest planet possible. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Exactly. I guess that's how planets work. None of these planets seem to have like seasons. They usually are like just one sort of weather for the entire planet. So I don't know. Right. I don't know. Um, but they're on Hoth, and it's sort of you talked right away. Luke gets. Uh, attacked by the the the, the abdominal snowman or the wampa i believe it's called um and that's kind of funny but you get to see his sort of journey with the force a little bit he talks to obi-wan he uses the force pull on the lightsaber uh, anything stand out to you in there unfortunately i don't know why but i just thought he was a random guy and i didn't realize it was luke right. until they saved him um so i was a little confused okay to start off I had a I had a pause and think it through a bit, but okay. then I found out it was Luke, and I was like, "Oh, little Lukey." He is wearing like a different type of clothing that than he wore in the whole first movie. Yeah, honestly, couldn't tell you why I missed that. So <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, but the I think one of the cool things about Empire Strikes Back is it starts off with this. Well, it starts a little slow, but then it gets into this big snow battle, basically, where they're the empire has caught the rebels and the rebels have to escape. They, they fight on the snow planet. Those, those big walkers, the AT, AT things, they have to take them down. There's a whole battle scene at the start there. Pretty iconic scene. Uh, what did you think? What did you think of that? Actually, my brother Andrew asked, what did you think of the snow battle? <laughs> okay. I actually thought it was really cool because it's different than something I've seen. Like I feel like, okay, spaceships and I don't know, shooting people down with lasers, but then to see these like giant, snow walking they felt like elephants or like giant camels right. i don't know it just felt different to me and so i was really intrigued by it and i like loved how there's people inside of the machine like at first i was like oh it's just a big machine and i was like no there's people inside and so anyway i just found it really interesting and then i loved the classic let's let's ropey dope around their legs and toss right. them down and call it a day i was like it's like really anticlimactic, climactic, but it was really good. So I enjoyed that part. That's the way you do it. You ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back with the walker thingies? <laughs> um, 
that's uh that's a classic line um so yeah i think it's cool it gets started and uh yeah off with a bang and you notice right away it looks like han is gonna leave but then they end up he has to end up saving the princess and Mm -hmm. you know we start this great action scene and then they're off they're on their way and do separate things and i guess we can decide what we want to tackle first luke heads off to dagobah to meet yoda han leia Chewie, c3prio they're escaping from the empire what do we want to talk about first do you have a preference Let's talk about Luke. Okay. Okay. So Luke, uh, at first in Hoth, he gets uh, met by the force ghost, they call it, of Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan tells him to go to the Dagobah system. Good, happy to see Obi-Wan again. Is that a real term? A force ghost? Yes. Okay. Well, I, think. I don't think they ever say it in the movies, but it's like, it's like con- considered the standard for okay. people, people to say. Okay. I felt like a genius. Um, when I saw Obi-Wan, because I was like, become one with the Force. He literally became one with the Force. And right. I was like, I know everything I need to know about Star Wars at that point, you know? <laughs> yes. Like, I was a master. Um, but yeah, kind of expected. I, I feel like after tapping into um, the New Hope and when he fights Darth Vader and he, and he kind of says, like, he's, he kind of, like, alludes to being gone but not really being gone. Right. And so it wasn't super shocking to, like, see him but it was cool mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think it was expected almost in some way we yeah. knew he was talking um so he tells luke you have to go to visit this jedi master jedi great jedi warrior yoda now you knew who yoda was right you knew what he looked like right i knew who he what he looked like right but he still wasn't what i expected at all mm-hmm. and so so what did you think of yoda i was totally thrown like I was like, why is everyone obsessed over this this little dude? Mm-hmm. I thought he was like super unintelligent, really annoying. Like I was like, this cannot be some wisdom filled master mm-hmm. of the force. I um actually didn't because he it's misleading. They're like he's like, oh I know Yoda, like I'll take you there, and then he's mm-hmm. like, oh he's closer than you think, and then he turns out to be Yoda, and I was completely shook. Because I was like, no way. When you first meet him, he's just, like, all over the show, like a complete (laughs) mess. And I also thought, um, I don't know why, but I thought Yoda was, like, a full-sized. Oh, really? Yeah, I had no idea it was actually this tiny little green green dude. Mm -hmm. Um, But then there's a new series that came out, right, with with him. The Mandalorian, Uh, yes. Yeah. And I just thought, I don't know why, because I knew he was small in The Mandalorian, but right. I was like, maybe that's when Yoda was younger and he hasn't grown up yet. Right. Yeah. And, and so in The man, I mean, you've seen the memes. That's another thing that's hard to avoid is the, the baby Yoda memes is what they say. Yes. But to be clear, it's, it, it's probably not, it's not, definitely not Yoda as a baby. And it's, it's pretty unlikely that it's Yoda's baby as well. They just, people right. have been calling it baby Yoda. So to know whether they have some relation is unknown at this time, but right. just, just to throw that out there a bit. Uh, but yeah, as you meet Yoda, he's sort of this, this goofy, like old man who's sort of, uh, he's hitting R2-D2 with a stick. He's stealing food from, from Luke. He's acting all goofy. So it's kind of shocking yeah, as you see him. Uh, but then as, as you do get to know him, he does seem to offer some wisdom. So did you come around on Yoda a bit and understand a bit yeah. more of, of what he offers? Yeah, I totally did. Um, I think it almost feels really purposeful or like it almost could be like if I were to theorize he wants Luke not to think that he's Yoda yet you know and gives it that time but then totally as it goes on and you see him training 
Luke, it becomes clear that he is wise. And as he like pulls out his spaceship from the water and Luke's like, no, it's impossible. And little Yoda's like, just watch me, Lukey, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So that iconic scene where, where he, he asked Luke to lift the X-wing up and, uh, and Luke's like, all right, I'll, I'll try. And Yoda's like, no, no. (laughs) no there is no do or do not there is no try (laughs) that is a great line i almost wrote it down but i forgot how it went right after it happened yeah but that was an amazing line and i love the way he talks that's actually something i totally forgot about yoda but knew about him okay um because everyone when they like talked about yoda it's kind of hard not to talk about how he talks Mm -hmm. yes Voiced by Frank Oz, the same person who does uh, Kermit the Frog. Really? Yeah. Plot twist. <laughs> he actually Plot is a, a, a lost, long lost relative, relative of Kermit the That's Frog. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Plot twist, they're, they're brothers, half brothers. <laughs> Yoda, we never told you about who your brother is. <laughs> Perfect. You told me enough. You told me Obi-Wan killed my brother. No. <laughs> Kermit is your brother. Okay. Um... <laughs> So there's that whole thing. So, so at first, Luke is, he's acting very impatient and very whiny. And that's the classic Luke that, that uh, we know mm-hmm. to love is the whiny Luke. And Yoda's like, I can't, I can't train him. Obi-Wan's, you have to train him. That sort of thing. So they do go through some training, that X-Wing thing. Um, was there anything else in the training that stood out to you? Yeah. So they're constantly talking about how Luke is somehow way better than everyone else when it comes to the force like the force is super strong with him like Mm -hmm. he's he's their hope like they need him and then the dark side's also trying to win him over Mm -hmm. um and then you find out darth vader's his father right yes so what's so special about them too like why is the force why does the force like them more right do you have a theory do you have a thought i don't know whether it's like like I don't know how maybe they're like the kings of the forest or something and it gets passed down but I've been trying to wrap my brain around that one I'm not sure I think I would say it's probably just more like a family gifting or something like that right and and just it's sort of they assume it's passed down and uh that's what it is um I don't think it's something specific as far as that I mean there's they talk a bit about and they don't want to talk about that right now, but there's, there's this idea that maybe some people are more gifted and they are more, more chosen or more special. Uh, right. So that like the, could be the thing. Like the last airbender, but with the force. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> I've never seen the last airbender, so I don't know, but. Okay. Well, it works perfectly. Okay. I'll trust you. <laughs> I'll trust you on that one. And, but there is a lot of talk. And I think, as you know, that when watching it the first time without knowing Darth Vader is the father, you might have a different take on it. But when you watch it now, knowing that Darth Vader is his father and you see the worry that Yoda has in training him mm-hmm. and his impatientness and his anger and his sort of impulse, quick impulses, you sort of see his, his, his fear in training him, right? And feeding into this power. Did you, yeah. did you notice that? Yeah, totally. He, he talks about like not getting into the hatred and and stuff when when using the force and um and yeah me knowing going in 
that Darth Vader is Luke's father. I kind of picked up on it. Um, but you pick up on it even more when Darth Vader is like trying to convince Luke to switch sides. Right. right. Yeah. And you totally see that battle between mm-hmm. light and dark. Yes. And I think we get that a lot more in this movie is the idea yeah. of light and dark and a new hope. It's just, he's learning about the force in general. Uh, and, but now we learn about the sort of pull that it ha- can have on you. And there's, you know, there's a lot of analogies you can make, but uh, the, 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 the responsibility that with great power comes great responsibility. That's right. the Spider-Man quote in it, but uh, <laughs> it's thing, I think it works as well. So I think that, is there anything else in the Luke training that we want to touch on or talk about? Hmm. He's just so childish. Like it's like you said it. Luke's so like a little kid. Like they yes. just portray him as like a kind of tantrumy, impatient little kid. So it's I'm interested to see how past this movie he grows up a little bit. But then even you know going on to the new the other um, episodes, that character development and whether that's like a key trait of who he is or whether that's something that's going to be squashed out of him. I think that's part of why he's kind of lovable. Like people relate to him right. in that way. So if you, if you were to, as we're going to head into episode six and you think about what, where's, what's Luke's journey from here, what would you say? <laughs> how, do you, how would you, what's your prediction? I think Luke promised he'd go back and train with Yoda. So if my boy doesn't keep his word, I'm going to have some beef. And hopefully he masters the bleep out of that force and he takes down his father and sweeps Leia off her feet because suddenly he's grown up to be this fine 10 out of 10 man. Okay. And, and so you bring up this, this transition there nicely. You talk about him and Leia. And yep. so we saw a few different things with the, we talked last podcast about the Luke, Leia, Han thing. And you noticed how you were rooting for Luke for Leia, but then yep. you, you kind of made a prediction that maybe Han would be more likely to. And you see at the start of this movie, uh, Luke and Leia, they do share a kiss. Uh, but then Han and Leia pretty much spend the rest of the movie together. Yeah. Uh, to the point where uh, they do have, they have their own kiss as well. And, and before Han Solo is frozen into carbonate, uh, Princess Leia says, I love you. And what does Han Solo say back? I know. <laughs> what do you think of that uh, one? Okay, this is, I think, will be my most shocking takeaway from this movie is that I don't like Han. Okay. You don't like Han Solo. I do not like him. I think especially in the beginning, he he aggravated me. He makes me really angry. And maybe it's because I'm a modern independent woman, but the way he treats Leia, I was like, I would never have anything to do with a person like that. Like, it's so condescending and just so mean. And so, of course, I'm Team Luke. But that first kiss, you just makes you feel bad for him. Like, Leia does it out of spite, right? right? And so, but then there's Luke, like, all like, yeah, I just got kissed by this babe, you know? But I'm like, no, I'm so sorry. It's all a joke on you. Like, it's, it's really rough for this kid. Right. So... So what 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 specific so the specifically it's like the misogynistic sort of approach yes. that Han Solo has, uh, your worshipness, your majesty, right? Those sort of things he's talking to Leia, uh, yeah. That you that really turn you off, Han. Yeah, and you told me that he was a really love loved character, and I'm I haven't gotten there. I don't understand mm-hmm. yet I why. Say, like yeah. I, 
I understand he's like there for his friends and he cares about Luke and obviously the princess and all of that stuff. But I don't know. He's just, he gets under my skin. And so if I like, if I could have it one-on-one with princess, I'd say, listen, princess, you can do so much better. (laughs) (laughs) Like Luke is what you're saying. Yeah. He's just so sweet. I don't know. So you think Luke and Leia would be a good match? I don't know. I, I, I don't even know if I'd go that far, but if I had a pick between the two guys, I'd say I'd rather see her end up with Luke. Okay. I mean, yeah. she, could, she could end up single. Exactly. With, and I, you know what? Someone else, Chewbacca, Lando. <laughs> a robot. Yeah. Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, so I would say, I think all the characters are very beloved. So it's like, that's a funny, to say like Han Solo is beloved is like, everyone is, all the characters are beloved. But I think, I do think it's his sort of, you know, his bad boy attitude, you know, the, 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 I know it's changed now, but the, the, that's maybe something interesting to look back now, you know, 40 years later, watching this movie from when it initially came out. But a lot of the times it was the, especially from the ladies, I assume, I don't know, is that it was like, oh, the bad boy, right? The, the, the rebel, right? The guy who, who doesn't follow the rules sort of thing, right? Yeah, so, totally. Just not, just not working for you. No, I, I don't think, um, I'd be surprised if this film were to come out tomorrow, if they get away with like some of the lines he has towards mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Like it would get so much heat, but obviously it's such a different time that it was made and stuff. And so yeah. it's funny watching it now and being like kind of shook by <laughs> some of the things he says to her. Yes. But, I, I was kind of attuned to that too, watching it, uh, watching it back. Yeah. And when they're in the closet, when they do kiss and he's the sort of the, 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 the constant pushing towards to do it. It was sort of like, ah, but it's, it sort of like seemed to cr- like be somewhat okay, but it was like pretty close to like going a little <laughs> too far over the line. So I was like, ah, I don't remember how exactly how this one goes out. Yeah. But to say the least though, it is a good development. Like it's a slow development and it keeps the audience on their toes. Mm-hmm. You can tell princess leia is like falling for him but is trying to hold her own and so they do carry that the storyline does carry it out well where it doesn't go too fast but it keeps people like on their toes so right there you go yeah so it'd be interesting to see what what happens so what do you think is going to happen in, into uh the third the third movie here well with at with the that, end with that sort of relationship yeah yeah so at the end it's luke and the princess together and right. so i feel like they're gonna have a little bit more time to like get to know each other and i would love to see luke make his move i would love to see luke question why she likes him why he likes why she likes han so i don't know i don't know i think she's gonna perpetually see him as this little kid or this little brother right so wow. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I mean, I know what happens, but <laughs> you do not. Uh, so, for the most part, the 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 them Han and Leia and uh, Chewbacca and C three PO they're on the run from the Empire. The Millennium Falcon the whole time has has mechanical problems. It's a hunk of junk. It can't go on the light speed, so they have to escape onto into the asteroid field. They go into this cave in the asteroid field, but it's not actually a cave. Were you surprised by that? <laughs> Yeah, didn't expect it, but as soon as it started to move, I was like, they're getting digested. Okay, good, good. <laughs> so then they escape, they pull off this genius move, which maybe uh, Leia likes, where they, where they hide on the big ship. They hide to their ship on the big ship. So I think that was really impressive. I think that Leia was like, oh. 
<laughs> yeah, it was a good move. It yeah. was a very smart move. <laughs> so it's hard to deny that. And then they end up floating away and going into Cloud City, where we meet Lando Calrissian. Kristen, yeah. what were your thoughts on Lando Calrissian? Talking about talk about a guy talking to women nicely. Uh, oh. Leia, you are looking beautiful today. <laughs> That's a good impersonation. That was pretty good. Thank yeah, you. at first I was like, this guy is sleazy. And here we go. Another character that's going to be just like Han. And I was expecting a fist fight between them over her at some point. Like, there's so much tension. You kind of see Han get so protective of that relationship. Yes. And I think that's where you start to see him become a little bit more sweet towards her and less harsh and kind of, like, taunting with mm-hmm. his feelings mm-hmm. and so it was an interesting dynamic right he kind of goes into a sort of a protective mode i think maybe a totally bit more there. but as far as lando goes did you did you have suspicion you thought he was a slime ball a bit but you have suspicions yeah. about his his loyalty and if he ends up turning on them in some way did you did you suspect that yeah because you don't I, you don't learn much about his character right away so you're kind of like always suspicious of him um until he shows that he's loyal yes. and helps him escape. So right. you kind of, you just, I had no real radar for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just comes off at first, very, very flirtatious with Leia. And then he turns on them quickly and then he quickly realizes, I think he yeah. made a mistake and comes back. So he has, like, he has a very quick arc in the, the back yes. half of the movie because he only really appears halfway through. So uh, yeah. very quick sort of Lando there. Uh, but in the end, he does, he does end up uh, saving Leia and Chewbacca and mm-hmm. Luke and they head off. And then it looks like at the end that him and Chewie are going to go try and find Han and save him. So there will be more Lando to come. So hopefully you're looking forward to that in some way. Yeah, I, I liked his character closer to the end. Yes. Yeah, the beginning was not a great first imper- impression, but yeah. close to the end, I was like, okay, this could be a great character. It'd be a cool dynamic to see him. And I'm assuming we're going to see him coming just because of how the, it all ended. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again he's he is he is a he's a b a b character as far as the characters right. go um so he's not in the the a group but we we do see more of lando and we will get to know him more but cool. he's just sort of a, kind of makes a funny debut i i think i think as you when you go back if you ever watch it again you sort of just kind of laugh at the sort of over the top ridiculous statements he says because it just seems so like crazy <laughs> yeah and it's, I, it's mentioned quickly but he's like a gambler so mm-hmm. what is what does he do? Like, why is he so important? Does he just run? Well, I think in the past he was a gambler, but now he sort of runs this mining colony. Okay. But now I guess he doesn't run the mining colony because they had to escape from it. So Right. <laughs> so who knows? So I think that's the sort of thing. He has sort of a checkered past. Uh, and so Han and Lando's past are sort of questionable, which if we ever get to, we, may f- we, we could watch in the solo A Star Wars movie prequel spinoff that they did with new <laughs> with new actors uh that's could, could be kind of fun but we have you know a few more movies to get through before yes. we maybe go into that but do you know who <laughs> plays the young lando calrissian do you know what actor plays the young lando calrissian no a uh, donald glover childish gambino i don't think i know who that is <laughs> really okay i'll google it later <laughs> okay well there you go He's, that's who that's who plays it very very popular uh actor slash rapper 
Um, so anyways, so they get, they get captured by Darth Vader. Uh, Han does this really cool thing where he shoots Darth Vader and Darth Vader stops it with his hand. Actually, did you, did you just looking at big picture, you weren't that impressed with Darth Vader in A New Hope. But now, were you more impressed with Darth Vader in Empire Strikes Back? Or are you still not really feeling it? No, I'm, st- I'm still unimpressed. Right. And um, still really confused on who's in charge. Okay. So yes. there's this emperor, mm-hmm. a goofy looking guy, mm-hmm. and Darth Vader's a lord? That yeah, was I guess like so. A, I guess so. A new like a clue into that and right. so now i'm i'm assuming the emperor's in charge and darth vader is like a high up leader and whatever's going on but anyway just I think that's fair that's fair <laughs> okay yeah the emperor kind of comes out of nowhere and yeah. uh they do kind of from the <laughs> we talked about last time about how they sort of went back and updated different things so that's actually oh, right. the emperor scene is actually an updated scene if you if you google the original empire strikes back emperor scene it's, it's actually a slightly different scene but maybe oh, maybe uh, after we watch the original trilogy there's a couple of things that sort of like oh i guess who knows but they sort of they have reasons for it that we probably can't fully get into right hmm. now but but uh we will we will meet more of the emperor uh, heading into the next episode do you know much about the emperor at all is the first you've ever heard about the emperor when you saw him yeah first time i've heard it makes sense with the movie title <laughs> yeah so i was like there's an empire there must be a leader of this empire but you really know not they don't tell you anything so you're kind yeah, of not really this, um shallow shallowly built character and you're mm. trying to figure it out but it's all you need to know is that that's the person that's in charge, I guess. Right. Yeah, I think so. so. I think that's it. I mean, I, I did like, I do like some of the things that Darth Vader does in this movie to make him a little, the way he blocks the gunshots yeah. with his hand from Hansel is cool. The force chokes that he does, he does yes. a little bit in the first movie, but the, like, I always find it so funny. It's like the commander screws up and then so he gets force choked and killed. Yes. And then the next guy's like, all right, you're promoted. And he's like, yeah. It's the worst day in my life to be promoted. Yeah, I think we go through three. Yeah, I think so. Three different ones in the movie. And you just see the fear each time on the new person's face. It's amazing. Yeah, so I, I always like that. I, I always have a chuckle at that. Because I think, I just love the, how scared those uh, those admirals become. So eventually they get caught by Darth Vader. And the plan is to lure Luke into a trap. We find out it's about, all about Luke. And so Luke sort of senses this. And he's like, I have to go. Yoda doesn't want him to go. He's like, you have to complete your training. Mm-hmm. Um, he's already failed. He already said he already said Luke failed by the time he couldn't <laughs> pick up the X-wing. He said that's why you failed. Uh, but Luke's like, no, I gotta go. What do you think about this sort of uh, dilemma that Luke has here? I think it, it shows like a huge chunk of the character of Luke, and that he feels the need to protect his friends. Mm-hmm. And if anything, it kind of foreshadows that he will not give into the dark. Like, that's how I kind of see it. Like, he has more light in him. Um, but actually, so Obi-Wan makes a comment when he's leaving, and Obi-Wan goes, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but he says, that boy is our last hope. Mm-hmm. But then Yoda says, no, there's another. Yes. And I was so intrigued by that. Mm-hmm. And so, but there's nothing that expands on it. Right. Yeah. So I caught on to that. But 
So I did I get know. a question by Jillian asking, what did you think of that line? What do you think of, oh. what do you? Well, okay, my first thought is maybe the other hope is his, actually his dad. And if they can win the dad back over to the light, the light mm -hmm. and, or whatever onto their side, just as just like Darth Vader's trying to win his son over to the dark, right. um, that they would be an even more powerful team or maybe there's something brewing in the force <laughs> that we just don't know about yet that's right. going to pop up and be extra extraordinary or something but yeah who knows i guess we'll find out i don't out. know yeah that's about we'll as far it. as my theory yeah. went so. yeah that's good that was a good catch though a good catch on that line yeah i think uh yeah there's something could be something there We'll see. And so Luke does arrive. They, they freeze uh, Han Solo in carbonite. And that's where he has the famous I love you, I know line. What do you think of being frozen in carbonite? I don't really know what carbonite is. So I was like, okay. I. And I thought he'd come out as like an ice cube. And then he comes out as like a, what looks like a, a very big piece of lead from your pencil. Okay. Um, so, yeah. And I, I don't know. I think it's, you told me this already, but I've, I've forgotten I thought that Star Wars was set in the future. No. It's set in the past. Yeah. But they're so technologically advanced. Yeah, but it's in a, also in a galaxy far, far away. So. Okay. That's hard for me to reconcile. I know. It's just, it's, think of it futuristic, sure. That's, if that's easier, it's easier. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's, it's not, you can't really compare it to like technology here and yeah. whatever. So makes they're, sense. But. They're definitely more technolo technologically advanced than we are. Yeah, there's like some crazy stuff. Like even when um, Luke comes back from um, the ice planet and they're, they're like trying to revive him and he gets put in that big water tank or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's chill, I guess. Like, <laughs> Just throw him in this tank, he's sort of like compulsing and then he's okay. Yeah. Like there's a lot of like random things thrown into these movies that are like kind of big deals, but are just swept by so fast like even that line between obi-wan and and yoda about like the hope and that there's another person mm -hmm. and so same with the technology i'm like there's no real explanation like it just happens and it kind of is like they expect you to know what it's all about yeah that's how it feels sometimes i guess just assume we're, we're, you're in a world where space travel is is common ground and if space right. travel is really easy then there's probably other technological things that happen true it gets more confusing when you when we if we go to the prequels when technically those happened before but then sometimes because they were made later the technology sometimes is actually better in the prequels than the original tragedy but right. we'll we'll save that for another for another day <laughs> another discussion okay. so we do finally get this big duel between Luke and and Vader and i thought it was a pretty pretty good good duel what did you think of that as far as it goes better than the one between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan in the, in New Hope it definitely had a bit more I don't know oomph <laughs> <laughs> yes. like a little bit more interesting um was not expecting his hand to get cut off yes like that was kind of a shot in the dark for me also <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he just pulled his arm up his sleeve <laughs> to make it look like <laughs> his hand was gone which I loved um I have to say, though, when Darth Vader has him, like, all the way as far as he can go on that platform, and he's, like, hanging on, trying to get further away from him, mm -hmm. um, it was kind of cringy 
that scene for me. Okay. Maybe it was just the acting, but it just felt, I don't know, that's, it just felt really over the top. Okay. Like, I understand, okay, you just learned this guy's your father, your hand just got cut off, but it was just like, I don't know what emotion he was trying to compute there. Was it panic? Was it fear? Was it like sadness? Like, I don't know. Okay. And then he just decides to let go. Right. And I'm thinking, did he know that he'll survive that? Or was he so distraught that he was like, I'm done? Yeah, I guess that's, that's hard to know if he, if he knew he would survive it. He probably had it. I mean, it seems like uh, people that use the force have, can do incredible things. So. Yeah. So he seemed to have, must have probably had some idea. But I think he was sort of, if my choices are to, turn, to go on your, he knew, I think he knew he was beat. And if my right. choices are to turn myself over to you or to fall down this thing and see what happens, I think I'm going to take the fall down this thing and see what happens. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, I don't think he's he's trained enough in the force to like, right. I expected him to fall and then come shooting back up and then be like, I'm back, baby. And then like <laughs> fight his father. Right. But that just is not what happens, obviously. Yeah, yeah luckily there's a uh, playground slide at the bottom of that <laughs> gigantic pit. That... It's not even the bottom. Right. That's what they're like. He just goes straight down and they get sucked sideways. Yeah. So he probably saw, he probably knew, he probably was checking out the playgrounds before he got there and then realized, oh. oh, there's a slide at the bottom of this gigantic thing or in the middle somewhere. And then that's what happened. Amazing. So there it goes. But we do get that big reveal. Um, and you obviously knew about it. Did you, did yep. you expect it to happen at that point? Did you see it coming and that sort of thing? Yeah, I was thinking about this because, again, it wasn't like an impressive moment. And I think that Star Wars is so built up and so hyped up that if you've never seen it before, you expect like these really extraordinary moments right. where if you had never heard about Star Wars, like no one ever talked to you about it or like gave things away and then went to go watch it, they would be these extraordinary moments. But there's certain scenes, like iconic scenes like that one, that people just really amp up. And then mm -hmm. you're kind of let down with how it unfolds because it's just as simple as a guy being like, no, like I'm your father. <laughs> so you expect something right. a little more dramatic or special. And so I understand that because it's been so hyped up for me, I think that's why that scene was a letdown. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what it is about Darth Vader's scenes. He just doesn't seem as like, this as badass as people have kind of built him up to be and right. as powerful as they've built him up to be right i think that's fair i think it's yeah. fair i think he yeah what has he done he, he you know he does the force chokes which i think are cool but he doesn't do too much else <laughs> yeah um so i think that's i think that's a fair thing and then i'm sure you've heard the line you've heard that people say the line i am your father before those yep. sort of things so you you expecting it to come so I think that makes sense. I think that's a that's a fair statement. It seems like a lot of times when you expect something, it sort of throws you off a bit. Uh, yeah. Whether it is a I am your father, or what is whether it is first meeting Yoda and the goofiness <laughs> that comes from Yoda. Yeah, that was a shock. <laughs> so they eventually they they fall down, they get away, uh, and R two D two. We don't really talk much about R two D two. Has a smaller role in this film, but I guess not really. He, he interacts with Yoda kind of funnily, and then he saves the day at the very end, fixing the the Millennium Falcon. R2-D2 was your favorite in the yeah. New Hope. Are you still a fan of R2-D2 heading into the, uh, oh, yeah. in this movie? Yeah, he's so lovable. Like, you just, like, I still have 
so much like concern for that little guy like throughout the whole the whole movie even when he's like all dirty and luke is training with yoda i'm like Mm -hmm. luke clean up your robot like take care of him like you just want him to be protected at all costs but i found it really interesting because i don't know whether i just didn't pick up on this in the last movie but luke and um r2d2 how to make sure i said that right this time because i got smoked for saying it wrong um r2d2 and you got smoked by by somebody your brother okay right (laughs) okay yeah they talk Um, yeah and they talk and so i'm like is r2d2 speaking a robot language that everyone else knows or do they just magically know what each other is saying right it seems like some people can understand the beeps of the of the droid but it also seemed like, at, like in the X-Wing, it seemed like he was reading a, tran- a transcript from what R2-D2 was saying as okay. well. But some people are able just to understand him, it seems. Yeah. Some people don't understand him. So I think, I think it is sort of, and sometimes I think you can just sort of, you can kind of get what he's saying without realizing what he's saying. See, this is what I mean you, about there's these like, imp- yeah. no, like, that like that's what it is like that's what it looks like in the movie but those are the details for me that drive me insane (laughs) so star wars has all of these like just like kind of big things that no one explains right right i don't know the languages are always funny there's there's so many languages they they use throughout the through all the different movies and it's always funny how sometimes people understand them really well and they don't and I think that right. was the purpose of C-3PO was for him to translate all things. But then sometimes people, now Luke's just talking to R2 and seems yeah. to understand. So yeah. So I'm not sure. That's a, anyway. that's, a good, that's a good question. Some people seem to, sometimes they understand the beep. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. I just want to know, you know. Yeah. I just, I love that little guy. Did you like when he fell into the swamp and then he stuck out his little, like, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> the, the his little thing. arm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's a cute, like, he's just a cute add-in to the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, he, I don't know. He's very lovable. Anything he does, I'm like, I don't know, it's adorable. <laughs> so. Was there any other characters that we haven't touched on yet? Uh, C-3PO, Chewbacca, was there anything that stood out to you that they did? I think that's the main other two. Chewbacca's just very vocal in this movie. <laughs> Like he, you can tell how attached he is to like the people he loves. Like there's just so many scenes in this movie where he's just like screaming over like, like Han getting taken away at the, like when he's freezing carbonite or like whoever, like when he's like carrying, um, what's the golden robot? C-3PO. C-3PO. He's like carrying C-3PO and stuff. He just is like, you can, like, his character deepened for me, too, and you can kind of see, like, he is totally, like, this loving, big, fuzzy guy. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I understood that character to be before I'd watched, and you kind of see that come to light right. in this movie. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very protective, especially when they're about to take Han, and he yep. shoves those uh, gu- stormtroopers off the, <laughs> the yeah. ledge or whatever. Yeah. And Han has to calm him down, and so... You know, I think that's good. But obviously, yeah, it's hard to have too much character development when all he says is, ah. Exactly. But at the same time, it's like, you know what he's saying. Right. You know? That's good. Yeah, you get it. You, it's usually like, well, half the time it's like an angry roar. So you get that. Yeah. And then, and then other times. Yeah. He chokes Lando pretty good at the end there. Yes. Because of yes. the choking, which yeah. you, know, you probably I, enjoyed. 
<laughs> yeah, I've noticed that in this in this movie they try to add more humor. It felt like okay, like even in the beginning when the princess kisses Luke and then Han is like, "What the heck?" and they're arguing and they have lines like laser brain and laugh it up fuzzball and I'm like this is so cheesy yeah. you can tell they're trying to add a little more humor and I felt like um Chewie was totally a part of that like adding in more humor because he's mm-hmm. kind of like a bit of a goofy character um just because I think of like 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 what what his species is or whatever he's like whoever he is but um, so it added like a lightness and like a humor to the movie. I think his character definitely did. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's fair to say. I think it's you know you. I think in a movie like this, you do you do need a couple of those totally. those lines that make you laugh a bit. Was there anything else in your notes or anything that that you want to to touch on or to explore or to ask questions about of things that you uh, really liked, disliked, or didn't understand? Maybe. <laughs> okay, I have two things. And they're not really important. First, they're in space and they're humans, but they don't need spacesuits. They're in space, but they're humans, but they don't need spacesuits. When, when, what, at which point? Okay, so when Luke, they're in the asteroid. So Luke, Luke, well, yeah, that too. But I was specifically thinking about when Luke falls after he's he's battled Darth Vader, go, right. goes through the tube, mm-hmm. then he comes out the end, and he's just sitting on one of the antennas waiting yeah. for the ship to come right. and i'm like you're gonna suffocate bro and nothing happened i'd imagine that 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 i, I don't want really to get cloud city so cloud city was the was the city i guess they were on but i'm not really sure as far as like what the planet looks like like is it a planet of clouds okay. does that make sense but i think they would still in that planet's atmosphere that All right you that do notice cool. when they're on the asteroid and they get out uh, they have like face masks things. True, which that I is guess true. covers it. Um, I, I noticed like when when Han was wearing, he had like two like gigantic straps. Like it wasn't very movie friendly uh, to have that mask on him. But so they do have that. But there is times it's a little confusing, you know. Yeah, I'm just trying to make sense of this this universe, you know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Did you have another another yes. question that said yes? Okay, Lego must make billions off of Star Wars. And I can totally understand why, because all of the ships just look like Lego pieces. Mm-hmm. How genius for Lego. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think Lego makes a lot of money off Star Wars. It's amazing. Every kid I know has like a build your Lego ship mm-hmm. based off Star Wars. What, what would you want if you would have a Lego toy? What would you want it to be? Well, I don't know if they do this, but I'd want to build Chewbacca. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think they have a Chewbacca thing. That's okay. Three pieces. Yeah. But the ships make so much sense, especially as soon as the movie starts, and I'm you're faced with this like big ship, and I was like, it literally looks like it's built out of Lego. Right. So. There you go. I have a conspiracy. Okay. Lego. What came to came to Star Wars? The guy who wrote it, or whoever wrote it, and was like, listen. I know a way you can make millions and I know a way that I can make millions. Make your ship look like Lego. So Lego is pulling all the strings? Yes. All right. Lego the puppet man of Star Wars. <laughs> I solved all of your mysteries. Would you want a Lego Death Star? Eh. <laughs> no. It got destroyed. Lego- yeah, it's true. It's true. You could well you can then then after you build it, you can destroy it, you can smash it. True, 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 true. 
so we're heading into the 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 third movie, episode six, <laughs> the end of the original trilogy. Uh, do you know what the movie's called? The third one, episode nope. six, Return of the Jedi. Oh, Return of the Jedi. So, <gasps> do you have a a a thought or a predictions as far as the different characters and the overall story heading into what is what is the conclusion of this? of this trilogy there will be stuff that continues on but it's this was the end of the original trilogy the final one uh what is your prediction for return of the jedi maybe luke is not the only hope this jedi is also another hope so maybe return of the jedi is either this other new character that's going to be introduced um or it's Luke after he's been trained Mm -hmm. and he returns. So I'm thinking classic storyline where there's going to be a big battle um, between the Empire and the Rebels. Okay, I think that's fair to say. Yep. (laughs) Playing it safe. I think that unfortunately Han and Layla, Princess Princess Layla, Layla. The princess, I think their relationship is going to continue to grow, and I think it's going to aggravate Luke. Um, but Luke has more things on his mind, better things to deal with. So that's about all I got. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you think? Uh, do you think there will be any uh, deaths in this? I, I hope episode? so. Yeah, I hope. By who? Um, <laughs> well. I hope that, well, Darth Vader, maybe. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like he's such a big character. I don't know whether he would have to continue on mm-hmm. past the trilogy. Um, maybe the Emperor. And then maybe Darth Vader becomes the Emperor. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, I like Han. Don't get me wrong. But if he was out of the picture, Luke would have a way better shot. So. Right, right. And um, maybe one of the robots they're they're a little you know they're getting a little rusty okay they're getting a little broken down so you think r2d2 might... is gonna gonna kick the can i hope not r2d2 <laughs> I, I i need him around the longest <laughs> right right that's fair uh there's some couple things we meet i mean we met him quickly in the first movie but in this one we'll meet uh jabba the hut some more oh yeah we've talked a lot about jabba Are you excited to see jabba the hut He's, so he's the one that um, put the price on Han's head, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, Han owes a like, bunch of money, so, yeah. Yeah, and he, he's like the big slug guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. I don't know. He's also another sleazy character. Yes. But he, he's an interesting character. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Very attractive, man. Yeah, yeah. 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, we meet what is called Ewoks. Are you excited to meet the Ewoks? Remind me Ewok. What an Ewok is. I, I'm not going to. You're going to have ah! to wait and see to meet the Ewoks. You, you haven't heard of these these before? No, I don't think so. Ewoks. I, I feel like I'm learning so many names and characters, even between these last two movies, that mm-hmm. I'm like, have, have there been Ewoks? Like, I have yeah. to always remind myself. And then we'll see more from the Emperor as okay. well. Are you, what, what are your thoughts on what the Emperor can bring to the table? A lot of destruction, a lot of anger, you know, might need to go see a counselor, might have some childhood traumas that 
are manifesting um, in this way. But I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to, s I want to know more of that history, like how they got to the point that they got to where mm -hmm. there's, they're fighting. It's like the world war of space. Right, right. You know, yeah. like I want to know, mm -hmm. I want to know more about that. Right. We'll see if you actually learn more about that. <laughs> not sure. Not sure. So I, are you, as you finish now two movies, how are you feeling heading into, are you, are you excited to watch Return of the Jedi? Are you looking forward to it as something or are you sort of dreading it? I'm just going to finish it, completionist. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to it. I think especially after now, um, the second movie, I have a way better grasp on the characters and mm -hmm. like what's happening. Right. Um, and so it just like makes me more excited because I want to continue to see how things unfold. And especially because this last movie was left on a bit of a cliffhanger just with Han still in Carbonite and like Chewie and them are set off to try and try and rescue them. And so um, there's a lot of like big questions left unanswered. Right. Absolutely. So, so just to wrap up, wrap up the discussion on this movie, we talked about you, Han Solo would be, your, would be your least favorite character from Empire Strikes Back. Is that correct? For, I, I guess so. Okay. One of, if you're That's talking fine. about A-list characters, yeah, my skin. Was there was there a character in this movie specifically who was your favorite? Yeah, I think it's Luke. Okay. Yeah, I really like his character development, and right. I'm just really curious. He's obviously a huge part of the films, and that whole mystery of like him being this hope. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to know more about that. It just makes right. him a very intriguing character. Right. And then we put, I'm pretty sure I know your answer to this, but my, my hope was at the end of each podcast to, <laughs> to place in uh, the newest movie into your rankings. So previously, our rankings, your rankings is A New Hope, and that's it. That's <laughs> the only movie you watched. So are you going to place Empire Strikes Back above or below A New Hope? Oh, totally above. Totally above. So yeah. So now Empire Strikes Back is one, and A New Hope is two. Yep. We'll see where Return of the Jedi uh, lands cool. on this list. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on here before we wrap it up? Yeah, I'm curious. Out of New Hope and and Empire Strikes Back, which one do you think is a better movie? Which one is my preferred one? Yeah. I would go with Empire Strikes Back. Okay. So I'm not crazy. Yeah, I, I can do my rankings along to it too on this rewatch. And I'll, I'll, I have yeah. the same as you right now. I'd have Empire above A New Hope. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting for me just because you have seen them lots. And so mm -hmm. I'm so curious whether I'm like lining up with, mm -hmm. with people's expectations or people's thoughts who are listening. Right. Well, that's but. why I try and avoid, avoid giving away too much. I want you to have some unbiased thoughts, right? Because I think yeah. for me, it's tough. I, you know, I, there's a general consensus about certain movies that, oh, this one's better than this one. This one's not as good. This, this sort of right. thing. So it's nice for you to get it when you've never even see, heard the movies to yeah. you won't have that general consensus. I'm really putting my neck on the line here. Afraid I'm going to say something that's going to really <laughs> stir up the Star Wars community. Again, as long as you don't say too many characters, you hate too many characters. I don't then, uh, you're hate. Good. Other than Han Solo. Hate. No, he just, I don't hate him. I just have some issues. <laughs> it's fair. He doesn't age well. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Okay. I mean, fair. he does Harrison Ford age as well, but. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll call it there again. Uh, Thank you for watching this. We'll, we'll be back soon to, to watch Return of the Jedi and the original trilogy. 
for those of you who finished this whole thing, please let us know uh, that you liked it. Uh, my Twitter, Instagram, whatever, at Trevor Chong. I'm trying to figure out if we should do like our own podcast, like Instagram page or not. I'm not sure, you know, but it's fine. We can just share it on our own. Let us know that you like it. You can give us a, a five-star review or whatever. Be an honest review in, in Apple Podcasts, iTunes Podcasts. So that, that usually helps us be seen more. Uh, subscribe it. Let your friends know. I don't know. We're putting this out here. It's purely for fun. We're not making money on this. If anything, we're losing money on this. Uh, <laughs> so, so let your friends know. Something fun to do in this time. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening. Kristen, any other last words here? Uh, nope. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, it's great. For, thank you for listening. May the force be with you.